If you thought being a teenager made you feel powerless, you clearly don't know Will Stronghold during the first half of this movie. We're talking sky high on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Welcome to KidFlix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman, and like always, this show is not for kids, so turn this off and make an outline of your hand look like a Thanksgiving turkey. So I'm here with a good friend of mine. He's, I don't uh, know. Hi. There we go. Okay. Well, people don't know who you are, but that's okay. Uh, so we are good friends. You're a writer on Temple Smash. Uh, yes. The person that's talking is Devin O'Brien. Hi, I'm me. That's Devin O'Brien. Devin, how are you doing tonight? I think I've been talking too close to the mic. That's how I've been doing. I can like hear. I can. <laughs> I can hear both of our mouth sounds way too clearly. Yeah. You know what? Let's let's we can back up a little bit. A little bit. I have a very professional setup in that it's just um, not. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, as as I said before, we rank every kid's movie ever made, and I asked you what movie you wanted to pick and you said sky high tell me a little bit about that all right so i knew that when i was scrolling through netflix i saw the little kids section and i was very oh, and fyi we are not affiliated with netflix. we're not affiliated with netflix um but i saw the kids section which we're not affiliated with and i scrolled through all the movies and i was very excited because those are the only movies i like and i saw two very important uh formative movies for me in my youth sky high and osmosis jones yeah we were really close to choosing that i i'm a little disappointed that we didn't but i mean one day one day because it is in the kids movies so we'll have to rank it at that's one true point. if this episode goes viral i'll be giving you a call uh i'll be around great so yeah i love sky high because i love superheroes and i hate high school movies so i liked how sc- okay yeah let's talk about high school movies because uh, one of the things that I wrote down when I was, uh, and I watched this a little while ago, so I kind of just watched the trailer and some clips to uh, familiarize with uh, myself with it. And it it still feels very kind of like Disney high school. Yeah, but like it doesn't feel like forced high school. It feels more like a high school sitcom than a high school movie, which I liked because I like the high school sitcom feel more than I like high school movies. High school movies are really sad, and Sky High wasn't. I mean, yeah, I guess it is kind of sitcom just because it's it's very just over the top. Yeah. You know, Boomer's all mean. He's all loud. And he's he's all Bruce like, Campbell. He's all like hero. Who is? A Bruce Campbell played Boomer. Who is that? Oh, he's in Evil Dead, and uh, he's a good friend of Sam Raimi. Oh yeah. Well, there's a there's a I I was gonna save this for later, but there are a lot of like really cool people in this movie. Like um, when they were getting into production, they wanted it to have a very like fun comedic vibe. So uh, they have two guys from Kids in the Hall: Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald. They have oh yeah. Jim Rash from Community, uh, Oscar-winning writer. I was so happy to find that Jim Rash was in this movie because I loved him from Community, and I loved this movie when I was little. So I'm making that connection. Uh, blew my mind. Yeah, and I think when I saw this movie, I thought that Jim Rash was that other guy that everybody always thinks is Jim Rash. Who? Um, okay, so he was he was the principal in Phil of the Future. The other the bald guy, oh. the other bald guy. He was the doppelganger 
in the community two-parter where Chang gets evil and overthrows the Dean. Oh, wait, really? I'm pretty sure. Oh my God. He was also on Scrubs for a couple episodes when Elliot um, was in private practice. Did he win an Oscar? No, he didn't. Damn. But I think he was um, fake Moby in that one episode of How I Met Your Mother. I I don't watch okay, How I Met I only watch kids' movies under the kids' section that we're not affiliated with on well, Netflix. Well, hey, if you like kids' movies, then you're also going to like uh, the cameo from Tom Kenny and Jill Talley. I was so happy. I I paused the movie and looked at my girlfriend and said, oh my God, that's Tom Kenny. Yeah, you she looked said, at your girlfriend. Who? And- <laughs> Well, no, because um, they're both from Mr. Show, but also obviously Tom Kenny, um, he did, uh, he does SpongeBob. And also his, his wife, who is Jill Talley, I didn't realize she plays... She plays Karen. Yeah. Yeah. So sassy. I know everything about... What? <laughs> well, no, no, no. Uh, Karen. You, you said she was sexy. No, I said sassy. I thought you said sexy. Guys, again, this is not a kid's uh, <laughs> podcast. What's a kid's podcast? That sounds awful. Um, Harmontown. That's true. Just Dan Harmon just burping and acid. hating hating people. He's like ah, Jeff B. Davis. Uh, but anyway, uh, oh, also Cloris Leachman. That person I do not know. You don't know her, Cloris Leachman? Was she the mom? No, 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 no. That's John Travolta's wife. That was John Travolta's wife. You're talking about um, what's the what's her the mom's name? Strong woman. What's her name? Um. It's, uh, a, it's a dumb name. I will say uh, the, the the superhero names of this movie are very are not bad. Great. Yeah. And, what I liked about like The Incredibles is they took like a year to figure out how to make a superhero name that hasn't already been made, and then in Sky High, it's Wait, just really? like yeah. They, Wait, they, tell they, me about this. So, um, if you don't, if I have the two disc The Incredibles uh, DVD pack, and so do has, I. Bought it at GameStop when I was like, whenever it came out. Have you listened to the commentaries? No, I'm they're not the, a commentary guy. They're the best commentaries I've ever heard. I can imagine. They're really good, and there's two of them. There's one where it's three animators, and one where it's Brad Bird and like a producer. Mm-hmm. And I think in the Brad Bird one, they were talking about how um, it's really hard to write superhero movies that aren't based on comics, because when there's comics, you can just... Uh, if you want to make up a new superhero or whatever, you can just pull a name from someone and be like, we reinvented that character or whatever. But when you're going from scratch, there are so many superheroes that every name has been trademarked and copyrighted and used and reused that like they had to go through so many iterations of like, like Gazer Beam was like Laser Face or whatever. And they're like, Mm -hmm. oh, looks like they're coming out with a Marvel movie called Laser Face. Or uh, Taser Face. Or Taser Face from... uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, volume two. Spoiler alert, Taser Face is in it and he's really good. I mean, he's not good. He's actually very bad. He's a very bad guy, but he was good at being bad. Isn't that confusing? Like Wreck-It Ralph. (laughs) I'm bad and that's not good. I'm not good and that's not bad. They're making a second one. They are. And the title is horrible. Isn't it like Ralph Wrecks the Internet or something? It, it's, you'd think it'd be Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Wrecks the Internet, but it's not. It's just Ralph it's, Wrecks the Internet. It's not even that, which is also a bad title. It's <laughs> Ralph Wrecks the Internet, Wreck-It Ralph 2. That's weird. Okay, so they're doing a reverse, because I was trying to think like, oh, the Hunger kinda, Games did that, but no, Hunger Games did Hunger Games colon... Like mocking Jay or whatever. Yeah. That's weird. They put the subtitle before the title, which is wrong. That is wrong. But anyway, sorry. <laughs> so going back, so um uh so some of the superhero names that we have in this movie. The Commander, which is just <laughs> I, I liked the year their uh 
their secret identity names, like War and Peace, who's... Well, no, no, that's not a secret identity. That's just his name. Yeah, that's just his name. And the Wikipedia specifically notes that it's a pun on War and Peace. Because his dad was a villain, but his mom was a superhero, which is cool. It's like Little Nicky. But it is like Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> Except they didn't call Little Nicky uh, uh, Satan Saint. Remember when that was like a... Wait, so you, you know the movie Little Nicky. I know the DVD cover on the side of the ShopRite's uh, express aisle because I saw it and I was like, that's a fun idea for a movie. And okay, then I never watched cause it. Because never mind, because I was about to reference a very specific part of the movie. I wouldn't know it. So it's like he... Um, so he's is like, it in the kids section of Netflix? It isn't. <clears throat> Even though I, I watched it, it when I was like five. Because I was like, oh, it's an Adam Sandler. My parents are like, sure. But uh, there's this part where Little Nicky, he's like falling for just like a woman on earth. And he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> That's what his voice sounds like. Adam Sandler's going like peak, just dumb voice. And he's like, hey, I really like you. But then his like devil brothers or devil dad, I forget. Um, they like take control of him a little bit. So he flips the lady off and she's like, go to hell, Nicky. And he's like, hey, hey, nah. <laughs> Anyway, does yeah. he have a if he has a devil dad and a devil brother does he have a devil, devil dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> no 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 you're thinking of Ragnar Ralph uh, oh the cops. R- R- Ralph too uh, we are all over the place I am so tired yeah same here uh, I've got a lot of work to do tonight because we are in the throes of finals yeah I have a final tomorrow I have same and I haven't studied for it gulp <laughs> luckily these Whoa. podcasts only take an hour to record perfect uh, but yeah so anyway some other uh, superhero names that we have we have Royal P- Pain yeah, I didn't like that one. Uh, we have, it's just like a dumb name, Ethan Bank. Wait, was that his, was that his name? Like his yeah, superhero name? Yeah, that's his name, name? The, the Popsicle Kid. His, he didn't even have a superhero name, it was just Ethan. Well, everybody called him Popsicle, but his uh, name was Ethan Bank. And that would also be a bad superhero let's name. Let's talk Zack. Zack Attack. Oh, I hate this kid. Zack Attack. He I, was like my favorite character when I was like, Seven, and then having rewatched it, I was like, "Oh, he's just a bad character." Yeah, he was so funny. Like in the, tra- I rewatched the trailer right before he came over here, and he they include the line where he's like, "Hey, do you want to dance?" And she goes, "No," and he goes, "Me either." And that's so funny. Every, of course, that's funny. <laughs> but he is so annoying in this movie because yeah. he wears yellow all the time and he wears a visor. And this movie superpower is that he can glow. Yeah, and this movie came out in two thousand five, and it's like. I don't know what you're doing with your style. The costumes were so... I remember, like, watching it. I, I thought I remembered it being like, yeah, it's really colorful and cool. And like I mean, it was. It was colorful, but it was very plastic. It all looked like a McDonald's Happy Meal toy. Yeah, I get it. But I think that's also maybe part of the aesthetic, just because yeah. it is superheroes and the whole thing about, like, oh, like, your side, the hero and the sidekick, they shouldn't have clashing colors. Yeah. Uh, like, I didn't mind it. It's just I thought it was a lot cooler than it actually is. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at other names. Elastic Girl. That's just Elastic Girl. And this came out, Hold. let's see, Incredibles came out in 2004, right? I thought it was 2006. Wait, no, no, no. Uh, Cars was 2006. Incredibles was 2004. Oh, yeah, this is a very fun thing about Devin. He knows when every Pixar movie yeah. came out. On November 22nd, uh, 2000. And 15, I wanted to throw a party because it was the 20th anniversary of Toy Story. And then my dad wouldn't let me. And I was angry. Because he said, you are a toy. toy. <laughs> you are a play thing. That's, not a, we- that's a weird thing to say to a child. <laughs> yeah. You're a play thing. Oh. Um, 
This isn't a kid's show. Yeah, I, maybe <laughs> I'll edit that out. That was a weird one. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about this movie. What kind of stood out to you? Um, I I just saw on the screen and it prompted me to remember how we're still talking about names. The one name I hated was All American Boy. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you're supposed to because he's like the lame sidekick for the commander. But when the commander is al- already not a good name, <laughs> like All American Boy just sticks out like a. It also thumb. doesn't fit. Like yeah. the commander and All American Boy. The commander and American Boy. I could maybe get. I don't know if I can. That's I think the all part is weird because like the commander, it's kind of like a, a almost army ish. And American Boy, you can think of like oh, like the everyday citizen that's stepping up to serve, but. Yeah, but, like, that's a very weird motif they're going for, where they're all star-spangled, red, white, and blue Captain America style, and even the sidekick is named All-American Boy, and the main superhero is the Commander. That's a very And don't forget about Jetstream, which sounds... <laughs> and Jetstream. Jetstream, I just keep thinking that she's, like, a, a home a home soda maker. <laughs> like, yeah, I use I my want Jetstream. one of those. That's all I want in my entire life, because I love soda, and you can make soda at your house. I'm just not a big soda person. Like I, um, I cut it out a couple years ago just cause I would like soda is the weirdest thing when you think about it. Like so many things have no nutritional <laughs> value. Soda has no nutritional value. It's soda has negative nutritional value. It's, it's I mean, weird. I guess technically it'll ruin things, you. That's true. And like, I, I remember as a kid, I would drink a, I drank a lot of like, Coca-Cola and, um, I remember, doing that thing where I could, like, grind my teeth and it, like, made a little noise. I mean, you can do that just with your teeth. No, 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 but I remember there was something specific about... I have such a vivid memory of it, and I think I called it Lockjaw, but it wasn't Lockjaw. <laughs> but it was like I could... It would sound almost like a hinge. It was like... Maybe I drank way too much soda. Or you just grind your teeth. Teeth make sounds. Like this. Can you hear that? He sawed through the door <laughs> or whatever. Um, it's also weird because uh, I mentioned it in my uh, intro thing, but it takes so long to get uh, to Will having powers. And then yeah. the movie's over. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole conflict of the movie is, oh my God, he doesn't have any powers. And then he gets both which is the a good powers. Found, which is a good conflict, I yeah. think. And then like they were trying to have it both ways where like, there's one conflict where it's like both his parents want him to have powers and he doesn't have any, which is good. There's another conflict where the powers make him popular and it kind of goes into like the high schooly popular versus nerds. And that's fine too. But, but they did it. That's almost two different movies. Yeah, they did and it both ways. Because I, I was reading, and so the original writer, um, Paul Hernandez, he. I uh, love Paul Hernandez. <laughs> Who's Paul? Oh, Hernandez. <laughs> what? That was dumb. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so it was the, this writer wrote the beginning and the ending uh, sequences of the movie. And so they hired the two creators of uh, Kim Possible to kind of write everything That's in between. Cool. Which I guess works, but it kind of explains also why kind of the beginning and the end of the movie just kind of happen. Yeah. Because I, I, I definitely would have liked it to be more of just Will doesn't have powers and kind of... He still saves the world without yeah, them. Yeah. Like, I don't know how you'd do that, but it'd be cool. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like the Lego movie, how yeah. being ordinary is sometimes extraordinary. Yeah. Or, That's a good movie. Or too. Monsters University, where being ordinary can still be extraordinary. Or like in... Um, 
Okay, I'm out of movies where ordinary is extraordinary, even though like, I know there's a hundred more. The SpongeBob SquarePants movie? Well, he has to step up, and it's like... But he's just a kid. Well, it's like being a kid at heart propels you to the moon, or whatever. Or like... Um... Spider-Man 2. Where being ordinary can be extraordinary. Speaking of... If you have spider powers. Yeah. Nobody had spider powers in this movie. I mean, I guess they legally couldn't. There was one kid. There was one kid in the party scene where he just crawls up the wall. That's right. And, wait, no, no, no. I was about to say, oh, didn't somebody, like, actually use a spider web on a lunch tray? But I was just remembering the scene from Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Oh, yeah. And there's also like, the little... How is everybody not just like, okay, so to- uh, Peter Parker is superpowered. Yeah. <laughs> everybody's like, what the heck? Oh my God, he shot webs out of his wrists. It's like like a- that spider guy we see on TV. <laughs> I gotta get to A-push. <laughs> I don't have time for this. But uh, um, one of my favorite parts was uh, War and Peace. He was a great actor. He was he a very good actor. He did a good job with it. But it just highlights the general issue that Disney has with making evil or just mean characters. Because I uh, the other day my friend showed me the Disney Channel original movie Descendants. Have you seen this movie? I've not. I heard of it. So for those of you who don't know, the Descendants is a Disney Channel original movie where it's um, the children of the the Disney uh heroes and the disney villains they live on side by side islands or the villains are like trapped on the island the superhero can do what they want or not superheroes the princes and princesses so like like snow white's daughter goes to the high school so does like aladdin's son and then on the island there's like cruella de vil's son and um jafar's son that's weird because in the movies they make a very explicit uh, like they make it understood that the princes and the princesses are married and they ha- they they go forth and make families or whatever. Yeah, there's love interests for them. For the villains, they're always single. Well, and so, that doesn't change in the Descendants. They they're I can't think of anybody that's married. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth plays uh, Maleficent. Oh, so that was nice. She's like hello. <laughs> um, but anyway, so People. the. <laughs> So I'm watching this and there's like an evil song at the beginning where it's like the ev- the island is like uh, it's it's like uh, dilapidated. It's chaotic. There's just like a bunch of just like the descendants of all these famous villains just kind of running around and doing whatever they want. Yeah. And they're just like and they all break out in a synchronized dance <laughs> uh, choreographed by the great Kenny Ortega. The greatest who did uh, Newsies High School Musical, and that's all I can think of, but I know he's done more. He did, there was the uh, the one musical episode of Phineas and Ferb where they redid the roller coaster, and then in the end he appears, and it was revealed that he did all the choreography <laughs> for it in animation form. That's pretty funny. Oh, also, uh, he, dir- um, he was the choreographer for Michael Jackson's This Is It tour. Oh. He, I just remember they showed up. But anyway, the dumb point that I was trying yeah. to make seven minutes ago... Um, so he, they like do this dance and they're like, Disney just cannot adequately show badasses. Cause like obviously badasses in real life, they're real dickheads. They curse, they, uh, touch butts and stuff. Oh, that is badass. That is butt ass. That is ass is already in the word. That is touch ass. <laughs> hey, don't be so touch ass. But it's just like the, the Disney rule book for being like a badass, not necessarily evil, is just 
you wear leather or fingerless gloves and your hair droops in front of one eye. So Michael Jackson on the This Is It tour. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so all these kids are dead. Oh, and choreographed by Kenny Ortega. <laughs> well, no, that's for the boys. And then the, to be a badass girl in the Disney universe, you just have to wear uh, black lipstick. <laughs> and have like a purple streak in your hair. Yeah, that's what the, the main girl in The Descendants oh, has. Oh, good. Uh, and she has like a great singing voice, but like they don't really utilize it that much, which is weird. Well, I mean, I liked in Sky High that like... No one was- sang. Oh, yeah, no one did sing. I thought that's what you were getting at. No, I was just like, in terms of War and Peace, uh, except for that amazingly terrible name, I, I kind of love it, but I also kind of hate it. Cause but I I'm, like that he like appeared like this stereotypical Disney badass or whatever, and then he was just kind of a sweetheart. Yeah, like he works in that Chinese restaurant, yeah. and he impresses Danielle Panamaker. And he has a man bun when he's good. He does. Um, I always laugh when I see people with man buns, because I read this article once that like, uh, having a man bun and like a tighter man bun, it like can cause you to go prematurely bald because you're just like tugging on your hair. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, we barely talked about this movie. It's <laughs> that's okay. Uh, what? Okay, so let's talk about um, some of the actors. So um, the only one I really knew when I was a kid was Danielle Panabaker because she mm. uh, she was on some Disney Channel show. I don't remember which one. Um, but she was like a Disney kid. Like she was yeah. drawing the Mickey Mouse ears uh, on commercial interstitials. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew of her. I knew, I knew um, Kevin McDonald because I really was into voice actors. And he did Pleakley. Yeah. He did Pleakley. Yeah. And like, Are you serious? <laughs> I've been was, trying to do that voice. That's a fun one. He, he was Waffle in, in the Cat Scratch on Nickelodeon. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was, uh, he was all, also Wayne Knight was on that. Yeah. He was Mr. Blinks. Mr. Binks. Mr. Mr. Blitz. Mr. Blitz. Uh, Yeah, he was really funny. I liked him. But yeah, like that show just kind of was cool for me because I was cat scratch specifically because I was like, these people sound familiar. So I'd like go online and be like, oh my God, wait night. He was Al in Toy Story 2. And then like, oh my God. Oh, I knew Seinfeld back then. Oh. Also, uh, did you notice that Patrick Warburton did voice work? I, I did. I re- rewinded to li- find his voice. and uh, Yeah, I, I didn't pick up on that at all. Yeah. But, it didn't sound like him. And I didn't and I didn't know her at the time, but Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who was uh, Gwen Grayson, she uh, was Ramona Flowers and Scott Pilgrim. She was Oh uh, she was the main woman in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Oh wow. She, she's around. She's, I she's also done much bigger stuff, but those are the only two things that I can think of her from. <laughs> I keep accidentally like clicking on her Wikipedia page and I'm like, oh shit, her again? Well, the the incredibly attractive elephant in the room is Kurt Russell kills it. Yeah, he he's does. Awesome. He's very good. He's not phoning in his performance whatsoever. And I mean, still my favorite line that I remember to this day, and I, I quote it once in a while, I'll go, You are strong. <laughs> I like how he's the perfect dad and also the not like as a character, but just in terms of acting. He plays a very good dad and he yeah. also plays a very good superhero. Like that the thing that kind of set up the what? <laughs> I just want to crack your knuckles right into oh, the Yeah, that's a <laughs> Yeah, real quick. Uh, hey, what do you talk about? Like, Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh God! Damn! But yeah, sorry so about Kurt that. Russell. Yeah, um, the thing that really kind of established the tone of the movie that I really liked was when Will was 
pretending to lift all the heavy weights and then Kurt Russell's just kind of tossing around the weight That's and a great throws scene. it at him and it hits him in the stomach and he lands on the bed and the bed shatters. Which I thought was really... F- the violence so in like this Will, movie so like Will, didn't kill anyone. So Will had like a real bad internal bleeding yeah. that he didn't do anything. Someone threw a 300 pound <laughs> weight at him and he was like, see you downstairs, yeah. dad. Get and my oatmeal ready. It destroyed the wooden frame of the bed, but it didn't break any ribs or puncture any internal organs. Well, I mean, he is strong. Oh, wait. Wait, no, that wouldn't make... I, I mean, maybe he huh. kind of just like had... Maybe he had like the like the it was like dormant in him, but like kind kind of like how um uh what's his face in Unbreakable Bruce Willis's character? I haven't seen it. Okay, so like he discovers that he's you know unbreakable. He can't get hurt, and it, it's because of a train accident. But then he realizes kind of after the fact that like he's never gotten sick. He's never really like skinned his knee or anything. So maybe that's kind of what's going on, that he doesn't really have the power yet because he's not consciously thinking about right. it and doing it, but it's just kind of there with him. Yeah, maybe he's always had it. And like, what I notice is that like, like Zach attack in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Zach attack! Zach attack. He, he's kind of explaining on the, on the bus ride to the school. He's like, uh, how Zach and Will, neither, neither of them really got their powers. And Zach was like, I finally got it. Like, I don't know what happened. It just, boom, it happened. Uh, I got it. That didn't really happen for Will. Like, he got his powers. Well, yes, in, it like, did. No, he got it in term, times of when he needed them. Like, oh. in emotional highs and emotional lows. Like, at the, during the fight scene, like, he was, like, about to die. And then Maybe suddenly he's really strong. I thought that shot looks real dumb, I thought. Which one? Just... Like it's so perfectly framed, and I guess they wanted it to look kind of like the that like shot of realization in a comic book. But when Will like stands up with the table and Warren on his head, and there's like the real intense like red backlight. Yeah, I, and then he tosses it, and it just looks really bad. Just like forty five degree angle. I like how all the destruction in the movie uh, works in squares. Like if. Yeah, when like, he punches the floor, when anybody punches, yeah, punches the floor, punches the floor, squares pop up. When he punches the wooden floor, the little wooden panels, yeah, throw someone through a wall. It's like Minecraft. It's all squares. Yeah, that that's one of my favorite things uh, aesthetically about this movie. It's and very I, comic I, booky. Yeah, and you talked about it before a little bit, but I mean, I think all in all, I did, I do enjoy the um, the colors. Yeah, the colors were good. And like I love how yellow Zack Attack was. Oh, I love Zack Attack. He's like <laughs> he's like such a funny character. Like his he's hair like is a goofball. Like, yeah, he's platinum white. Yeah. He's like um, Eminem if Eminem glowed. To, I mean, when he's on stage, ooh, oh, he's on fire. <laughs> he uh Haley is like, "I'm proud of you, dad." Or no. Yeah, yeah, Haley, Kim's yeah. Kim's her, his ex-wife who he is not a fan of. I don't like Kim. Um, what was I about to say? Oh, also the, the, the lighting and everything in the Chinese restaurants. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that set and how Daniel Panamaker, what's her name? Dan- Daniel, uh, Panam- Kokomo. Layla. Oh, I thought you what you were asking what Daniel Panabaker's name was. I was like, it's yeah, it's Daniel, Daniel Panabaker. Panabaker. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, cause Layla's waiting for the date with. Is it the date with Will? Or yeah, it's a date with yeah, Will. Yeah, yeah, but then he gets caught up with the popular kids yeah. and uh, fucks her over. Um, I I don't really give a I didn't really give a crap about Layla. 
Yeah, well, because she was like, I don't want to use my powers. I mean, it's like I, I was kind of interested in that thing because, like, like they always make like the the lead girl like the oh I don't eat meat and I don't want to do this and that because it's wrong and like have a very high moral moral code, which is fine, but like they don't really justify it in most of these movies. And then I mean, with this one, it's like it's her power, so I guess it it makes sense. Her power is incredibly dark, like. Like, she has control over, like, nature or whatever, which is... I wonder if she can, like, kill somebody or, like, bring them back to life. There was that one part where she, like, wraps around, like, everyone, like, in, like, these, like... In the vines. In the vines. And I was like, wow, that's cool. She captured that. that girl and all of her clones. Oh, my God. She could just, like, make a noose and ruin everybody. And, like, if... If, like... She could have done, like... I get not wanting to just, like, have leaves crash through the auditorium. For Boomer, but like I don't know, maybe just showing him just a little just bit. Make an apple. <laughs> Give him an make apple. It, make an apple. <laughs> she earlier in the movie she was like, I still don't, I, I can't make lemons. She never learned to make lemons. Where's the character development? <laughs> the end of the movie. That's like her big arc. Like uh, <laughs> she's making the, lemons. What's his face? Um, Ron Wilson, the bus driver. He I loved him. gets superpowers, and she can grow a lemon. I mean, and Ron, Ron, the bus driver, he's driving a lemon. I hated, I, I love Ron Wilson as a character. And then at the very end, they were like, oh, and he fell in a vat of radioactive acid and grew like 12 feet and defeats robots. I'm like, the whole point of his character is that he's like super without any powers. Well, yeah, because his parents were both superheroes and yeah. it kind of canceled out. But, I mean, they did kind of set that up to happen because uh, when Will still doesn't have powers, Kurt Russell is like, what if we just threw ass uh, toxic waste at him? And he goes, like, where do you even get toxic waste? And then yeah. where goes, was Ron well, where he fell into a vat of toxic waste? Um, Within the movie, it's established that it's very hard to find. So Ron was doing something pretty wacky. I mean, he has a he has a magic school bus. <laughs> do you think Ron and Miss Frizzle like hang out? Yeah. What? Okay. Where where do you where do you classify Miss Frizzle? Like into- like superhero, witch, sorceress. She's a time lord. Like from Doctor Who, there does, does she ever travel in time? Um, I don't, I don't know, but I think, I think because so. I only imagine, I only remember her like, yes, she does. She goes back to dinosaur times. Yeah, Miss Frizzle, uh, whoever the Doctor is at any given time. The and, Doctor, the Doctor, yeah. the Doctor. I don't know. Mickey, I don't watch that show. I just know it. I know it's not in the kids section. Yeah, yeah it's not in the kids section. Um, and Mary Poppins. Those are the three Time Lords. That's right. With Mary Poppins. Yeah. They're all Time Lords. Well, and also in that case, um, the blue guy from Guardians of the Galaxy, he's Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. Well, spoiler, man. What's his name? Yondu. Yondu. Valper. Valper. What am I thinking of? Oh, I'm thinking, that's like almost a brand of paint, I think. (laughs) Valsper or something. Oh, yeah. Um, how how much do you think this movie costs to make? Ooh. So um, this is in 2005. It's a 2005. it's a Disney theatrical release. Right. So I'm going to... They actually um, had in the contracts um, for sequels and potentially a TV series. <sighs> so maybe let that factor in. I want a sky-high TV series so bad now. Because that's a very fun world they established. And it yeah. would work perfect for a teen sitcom. It doesn't have to be great, but it'll still be fun. So I'm going to say $65 million. Wow. That was... Uh, it, a little bit cheaper. It was thirty-five million. Oh, but how much did it make? So knowing that it was thirty-five million 35 to make, million, and it made 
let's say, like opening weekend or total gross? Um, total gross. I'm just going off of just like in general, the total right. box, box office. Oh, that's not including like video sales or anything? I don't believe so. All right. Uh, 35 to make, we'll say. Riveting. 80 million. Yeah, 86.4. Good job. Thank you. Um, and then do you have any last, I have a couple last things that I wrote down. Um, the, the, the costume changing sequence that they did. That was fun. And then but also, Zach I, comes out and he's in his underwear. I'm like, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Cause <laughs> Zach, <laughs> Zach should not be at the school. Zach is it has, like a charter school or is it still like tax supported? No, it's a charter school because there's that one part where, uh, Kurt Russell is really angry, uh, because he thinks Boomer is slighting him by telling his, giving his son a sidekick role. So he grabs the phone and just starts punching it. Oh, he's yeah, like, with the tuition, I pay you these, the That's school. right. Gotta pick up on the little details. So what if you're like a poor super? What if you're a, a Hancock of sorts? Um, you... You don't go to the school. Yeah. Uh, I hope they very, have scholarships. Very few people of color in this school. Uh, well, except for uh, Popsicle. Popsicle. Well, Popsicle... Gabriella, Warren Peace, Warren Peace, but everyone in the background, very white. I mean, I think that's a commentary on Marvel and DC in general. Yeah, like it's you know, checkbox in the quota a, this for was the a main pre-Obama era film. Right, right. This is this is a this is a post nine eleven uh, superhero movie, which is important to note because they tried to crash an entire school. Do you want to hear a weird quote that the director said? Yes. So um, the director is Mike Mitchell, who is not uh, Mike Mitchell of the sketch comedy group, The Birthday Boys. Mm. Disappointed. Um, That was Devin's water. Don't worry about it. I tried to be soft about it. You weren't. Uh, But anyway, (laughs) so he said that Sky High has two premises that it functions on. Quote, the adults are all insane and the girls are smarter than the boys. (laughs) What? (laughs) So how does that affect how you see this movie? Just like the adults are all insane and the girls are smarter than the boys. If that's the case, then like why is why is there a boy the protagonist? Why is there why are all the teachers boys? Why is the smartest man alive a man? He's, he's a giant. Brain. My head is big, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm a baby. <laughs> Yo, how come how come everyone turned into a baby and then he just turned into a small version of himself? <laughs> That was the weirdest... He's that smart. Maybe that's what he was like as a baby. If so, that's fucking insane. That's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and also, just a fun little tidbit. So the commander said at the beginning of the movie that he saved the Superdome from collapsing. And this movie was released one month before Katrina. Oh. So, fuck you, commander. <laughs> yeah, where, where were these superheroes during our nation's greatest tragedies? Well, wasn't that a thing? I didn't see it, but in Batman versus Superman, that was like a thing in the trailer that it was like a lady on a roof and it said like help us or something and she's like reaching out and like Superman's just floating there. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Did you see the movie? No, I just said I didn't. Uh, oh, I thought you... No, you just... Whatever. We'll, we'll re-listen to it and I'll prove you wrong. Yeah, we're going to go into the archives, so we'll be right back with a little bit more Sky High after this. We're back with more Kid Flicks. We're talking Sky High with Devin O'Brien. And we just listened over the break. And in Fuck. fact, I did say that I didn't see Batman vs. Superman, it's, Dawn it's, of Justice. It's on It's on tape. Yeah, we're recording yeah. these on tape. <laughs> on tape. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 in here. Um, also, uh, I just found this out when I was doing research uh, for this uh, episode. And by research, I mean scrolling through IMDb. 
uh, the trivia section, but uh, Sky High it, 2 is in the works. Wait, it's in the works? Um, I, I don't remember the exact wording that the director said, but they said that it's just in the early development stages because um, uh, Mike Mitchell and I forget the other guy that we're talking to, they both uh, directed and produced uh, Trolls. And so they were working on Shrek 5, and then they offhandedly mentioned Sky High 2. Can we be in it? Of course we can. Well, it's... you have a bit of a hookup. Oh, right. Yeah, because I'm trying to be famous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Well, ha- when, have when... you gotten any further in your saga? Um, well, I told you how I... Okay, I guess we have to explain this now. It can be a brief thing. You don't have to. You can All explain right. as much as you want to. So basically, my life's quest is to uh, strong arm my way into Hollywood so I could be in the American Idiot movie. So I signed up for a 30-day free trial of IMDb Pro, uh, found as many phone numbers as I possibly could, copy and pasted them into a Word document, and next week when I'm back home, I'm just going to cold call everybody. That's actually pretty smart. Yeah. Um, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Devin, you were in the, was it the first ever high school production? Yeah. It was, well, it's hard to kind of differentiate between that because there have been high schools before us that put on American Idiot because the uh, the rights for it were available at a musical, music theater, musical theater international. However, it's a hard R. Uh, so most schools won't put it on. Uh, just like a pirate. Just, just like a hard like, R. <laughs> so um, our school had... Uh, our school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's the pirate prequel to Our Town. <laughs> our school. Uh, if I knew anything about Our Town, I would be going into a riff right now, but I could not tell you anything. It's just like... Get sad here. <laughs> can we just produce a? Pro- can we do a production of Our Town, but everyone's a pirate? <laughs> Our ship, <laughs> starships. They're meant to fly. Ah. Uh, so our school. Great episode. <laughs> our school had like contacts with uh, the original director of the show, and he they were all and the producers of the show, and they're like, yeah, we want to do a high school version, and we're gonna pilot it at your school. Uh, or oh, so it's like a it's a it's one adapted for high schools. So yeah. like before, uh, people were doing kind of, um, just they were just adapting their own versions of the full. Yeah, they okay. were they were doing the full version, but since it's a school, they were kind of like censoring it, which you're really not supposed to do, save for like a few words. Yeah, but like since it's the whole musical is uh, heavily politically and verbally charged. It's a little like, bit. It's not PC. It's edgy. <laughs> It's a PC, not PG. <laughs> unlike um, Sky High. Un- unlike Sky High. <laughs> Sky High is both PC and PG. Yeah. Actually, are there any non-PC moments in this? Um, there's a... Uh, is feminism politically correct? I mean, it, some would argue, I guess. Because she, she says that she's a feminist. Well, the whole... The, throughout Layla. the whole movie, they this is... I kind of... When I first... Rewatching it, I thought it was like, oh, just a product of 2005 uh, gender politics, where it was like uh, accepting but still within the binary. Mm-hmm. Um, like, 
I kind of noticed it was just like, oh, wow, like, Royal Payne's a girl or whatever. And then I was like, oh, wait, oh, they yeah. were foreshadowing that the whole movie. Like, every time, uh, what's her name, Layla? Like, every time someone was, like, referred to a superhero, supervillain as a guy, she would go, or her. Uh, and, like, at first I thought and that was just, like, <laughs> yeah, <they're> whatever. <laughs> and, like, that was supposed to be, like, their way of being, like, right. guys, you're never going to ne- realize this, but Royal Payne is a comeback, and it's that... Uh, it's yeah. that. So if you have a kid girl. that's gluten free, you can't show them this movie because it has a lot of breadcrumbs. A lot. Of <laughs> I th- I thought you were just gonna say it was gonna influence them to become supervillains. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whoever prices all those foods at Whole Foods now that's evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love Whole Foods so much. I've never been. Really? Oh. Yeah. I gotta take you sometime because are you a fan of are you a fan of hot bars? So like, what's like, a hot bar? So <laughs> is that where you meet hot people? <laughs> That's where you met me. No, um, well it's like a it's like a they have like several different like salad bars and like buffets and like some of them have like hot food on them. So a hot bar. It's a buffet. Good. Yeah, but you wouldn't call do you call a salad bar like a salad buffet? No, it's a salad bar. But you yeah, wouldn't yeah. would you call a buffet a hot bar? I would. It's a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> like if they if they well, have then a section, you're just one on, of on. them. If you have a section of like like hot foods, then you have like a section of like like cold foods. You have a section of soups. You have a section of salads. Like the hot food area, you're gonna call it like the hot bar. You'll call the cold bar the cold bar. No, I just call it all a buffet, and I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna go get some sausage at the sausage area. I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't. I don't differentiate between temperatures in my foods. Whatever, but anyway, they have, <laughs> so they have very high. good. They have very good wings. But yeah, sky oh, high. Oh, wings! I like wings. There you go. Okay, now I'm interested because I I'm addicted to Buffalo Wild Wings. I've never been. <sighs> what a weird cross section! You've never been to Whole Foods. I've never been to Buffalo Wild Wings. So we're also not affiliated yeah, with not Whole Foods or Buffalo Wild Wings. Unless if, if you guys want to sponsor us, then that would be really cool. Use the offer code. Uh, Give me that. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Okay. So we've been jumping around so much. Right. You, I don't think you finished your, your anecdote about, uh, I was going to say School of Rock, American Idiot, <laughs> whatever. Okay. It's done. Yeah. But the question that I always ask on first dates, if you could have any superpower, just one, what would it be? Ooh. That's a tough one. I've thought about this a lot. I think it would be, oh, yep. It would be the power to uh, manipulate time. Yes. That's the right answer because it gets you all the superpowers within one. Uh, How so? Well, um, super speed is uh, time manipulation Mm -hmm. uh, uh, superpower because if you just slow down time, slowing down time is the same thing as running faster. Um, So you can be super fast. Um, You can't get flight, unfortunately, with time manipulation, which is my biggest grievance. That's fine. Flight's not that cool. Yeah. It's, well, I think it would be really In cool. this day and age, you can just, like, get a plane ticket. Did you see... Well, no, hold, hold on. Getting a plane ticket is different from personal flight through the heavens. However... I'll just did get you, on the subway. It's fine. No, but I don't care about transportation. I care about the wind in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wait, wait, sorry. Have continue. you seen the Kitty Hawk Flyer? No. Larry Page of Google, who also is not sponsoring us... Um, <laughs> Even though we might be using Google AdWords. Who knows? Oh. Um, anyway, Kitty Hawk Flyer is this prototype made by Larry Page of Google. Who it's 
it's like he describes it as like the world's like first flying car, but it's really more like like kind of like a jet ski but through the air. Like okay, uh, it like it's like water propulsion. It only works over lakes. Uh, but it oh, gets, I know what you're talking about. I think yeah, and like it's like tourists use those. Yeah, well, it was just announced like a couple weeks ago. Oh, I'm thinking of a different thing. I'm thinking of like that thing where it kind of looks like a water jetpack. Yeah, it's similar to that, except you can pilot it like a car. Huh. Which is really cool. And it's, yeah, it's got like it's got like actual like rotors and uh, uh, blades. What do you think Ron Wilson, bus driver, would think of it? Oh, he'd be real upset. Do you is think his name Ron Wilson? His name's Ron Wilson. I don't know why. That driver. sounded wrong to me. It's Ron Howard. Unarrested development. No, but how do you think Ron Wilson would feel about Uber? <laughs> I think he'd be fine with it. Like, <laughs> I think he'd hate it. He doesn't run a taxi cab. How do you think he'd feel about... Wait, do you... Trump. <laughs> he, he would use his radioactive power to clock him. Wait, I mean, if we're talking about the real robot in the White House, uh, have you seen Mike Pence? <laughs> I have my compute. Um, if, like, I def- that when I was a kid, definitely time manip- manipulation was right. my number one. I've kind of changed a little bit over the years to, I think... I would go with, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, shape-shifting. Ooh. Because I think... That's a good answer. I think both of us, like you and I, we could be uh, co-heroes. No yeah. sidekick needed. No sidekicks. Um, that was also kind of a little fun, fun little plot in Sky High where like uh, the, the commander's sidekick was replaced by the commander's future wife. Mm-hmm. Which and the commander's future wife, the sidekick had a bit of a thing for. So yeah, a love triangle there that they don't go into, which was. As I just fun. realized, like one of the morals that we said, like, oh, it would have been fun if it tapped into like you don't have to be super to be, uh, uh, save the day. But I mean, that's the whole thing is that like they're sidekicks and they're seen as nothing, but they save the day. Yeah, yeah, like that is they tapped into that, but. They did. It's, I, they, it, they, it was like a half. It was a yeah. halfway, I think. Yeah, because they made their protagonist not only a superhero, but one of the best superheroes at the school. He just had to wait a little longer, and it was hard. That, that's like a whole thing about puberty, I guess. Because yeah. Zach, Zach was just like, he was like, yeah, it just happened. Because he was like masturbating. He had a wet so. dream, and it glowed. <laughs> My mom's probably listening to this. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is your mom going to listen to this? I'm not going to tell her about this. <laughs> Wait, okay. What? Fair no, enough. No, she'll listen to it. Um, she gets Google alerts for Devin. For Devin, yeah. Just Devin, not your full name. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, you, one day, yeah. when we're both super uber famous, someone's going to find... Lyft famous? <laughs> you see, that's why we're neither of us <laughs> going to become super uber famous, because... You listen to Scott Ackerman, that's a joke that you would say. Oh. Who? Uh, the host of Comedy Bang Bang, a great oh, podcast on the Earwolf Network, which uh, who are not supporting us. Yeah. Um, would you like to play a quick game? I'd love to play a game. I it's love It's called games. Guess the Tagline. Oh. And how it works is, uh, basically, oh. all movies, especially kids' movies, have, like, really goofy taglines sometimes, and so... Uh, I actually found two. They they had oh. two on the one movie poster. So I want you to 
come up with your best tagline for Sky High. It can be as punny, as dumb, All as right. cool as you want it to be. All right. Um, and I'll rate how close you are. All right. Um, give me, give me a bit. So, the whole thing's about superheroes, mm-hmm. and they're in high school. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so something like freshman year is about to get super. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's actually not that far off from both of them. I'll give you. I'll give you a C plus on that. All right. I'm going to try for one more. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So now you have a couple clues. All right. A couple clues. I think their tagline was, um, uh, having a wet dream isn't hard. <laughs> <laughs> when you're super. <laughs> I thought, I thought you were going to do like something like kicking butt before curfew or something mm, like that. Or like, uh, uh, I'm going to go for round three. Okay. Um, it's, uh, uh, he's, uh, late for the bus, <laughs> but he isn't late for justice. Sky high. That, one, that one's a D. <laughs> so here the how actual... is the, how is the white dream one? Uh, that one's an A. Nice. <laughs> A for ah yeah <laughs> we insulted your mom again. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Um, hopefully my mom won't listen. How far into this are we? Fifty minutes. Yeah, oh, she's right. done. Okay. Um, Is this live? Why? <laughs> oh wait, uh, no, it's it's not live. I saw you hit the record button. I'm here with you. What are you saying right now? <laughs> this is like periscoped. I'm having, I'm having a like just a realization. But anyway, for the the real taglines of this film, there are two. Brains, Brawn, and Beyond. Oh. Sky High, sponsored by Bed Bath and Beyond. Sponsored by um, Christopher Walken's character in Click. (laughs) Wait, Christopher Walken is in Click? Yeah. Oh. He's the one that gives Adam Sandler the magic remote. Why does Christopher Walken just appear in movies to make people's lives worse? That's true. Like he appeared he in made Nine Kevin Lives and made him a cat. Yeah. Uh, but I, and the other tagline is, saving the world, one assignment at a time. Oh. That one doesn't make sense. They don't like, do they, homework. Ni- not, yeah, neither of them makes... I, well, no, they don't they have... They're studying for a test at one point. Yeah, they're doing like superhero work. No, it's it's like a sidekick quiz. They're like... How do you like properly hydrate your superhero I think or it's something, something like that? Like, how do you kill a zombie? Uh, and then they're like, you can't kill a zombie; it's already dead. And then Bruce Campbell comes in and beats his son. He doesn't beat his son. Who's Bruce Campbell? Oh wait, no, no. I mean Kurt Russell. Bruce Campbell's Boomer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Boomer comes. Boomer. In. <laughs> um. But yeah. Uh, any final thoughts on uh, Sky High? Uh, <laughs> we kind of got a little bit yeah. off track with it. It holds up. Uh, still, one of the one of the most fun superhero movies. One of the most fun high school movies. Um, what it lacks in narrative complexity, it makes up for in uh, charm and cleverness. You know, and that's a perfect transition because now, uh, like any movie right. podcast we have to definitively rank number and one. rate this well, number one hold up one sec <laughs> so how this works and uh just for the listening audience and also for you Devin. so we rate this on four different criteria so All audience right. respect is it really pandering to the audience or does it treat it like 
Uh, just everybody is one. They're coming to see this movie. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't matter who you are. Uh, it also we also judge on plot, acting, and humor. It's always weird because the first right. one takes me a long time to explain, and then the yep. <laughs> next three just kind of whiz by. Uh, I get it. Pandering uh, and uh, none. So is this on a scale from one to ten? It's on a scale from one to five. You can do zero if you choose. All you right. can do decimals of any kind, and so it's uh, a scale from one to six. No, it goes from one to five. But you said I could use a zero. Yeah, but you can't use over five. So zero to five is also a one to six. Technically, but no. <laughs> <laughs> Not in my aesthetic. And then uh, we're going to be averaging both of our scores together to create one final score. Okay. Cool. So that sounded good. So um, Can I do like... Oh, you said I could use decimals, right? You can. Okay. So uh, you can talk out your answers as much or as little as you want. Um, so tell me a little bit about audience respect, how you feel that went for you. All right. So for the most part, I thought it was very respectful of the audience. I think there was an understanding of demographic, and I think they found a way to appeal to both to both demographics of uh, children and just anyone who happens to turn it on. So mm-hmm. I would give it a... Um, but however, there were some jokes that were clearly kind of pandering-y. I would give it a... Well, uh, well hold on the uh, humor for later. Oh, right, right. Um, so overall... Overall, I would give it a... So pandering, it would be, if it's very pandering, you would give it like a zero. If it's not at all, you would give it a five. All right, I give it a 3.8. Very, very commendable. I uh, I was on a similar level. I thought at times it did get very uh, Disney Channel-y. Mm-hmm. And I enjoyed it still, but watching it um, kind of as an adult rather than a kid, um, I felt kind of a little bit removed from it that like it wasn't quite my vibe. So I'm giving it a 3.2. All right. Uh, so how about plot? How was that for you? Plot was plot was not the driving force of this movie. I thought it was very bare bones, which wasn't necessarily bad. A simple plot can still make a good movie, but mm-hmm. in it was very simple. It was based more in the high school aspect of it than it was in the superhero aspect of it, which I think is a bit of a loss. They had a lot more to play with and they didn't, so I'd give it a give it a two point seven. Wow, I'm actually right next to you where uh, we're sister scores. I gave Ooh. it a 2.8 just because, honestly, almost the exact same points that you brought up. And also what we were saying before, just like, yeah, that there were different ways that they could have gone and they kind of didn't quite decide on it. If you were saying, if you, if you came up to me and said, hey, we're going to make a movie about superheroes in high school, and you said... Uh, what do you think the plot of this movie would be? I would describe to you Sky High. That would be my first answer. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the most obvious way you could go with the movie, which isn't bad, but it's easy. But still, I mean, again, like what we were saying before, or what I was saying before, and you agreed, uh, but just the whole thing about how Will uh, doesn't get his powers until halfway through, and then the movie just skyrockets forward. And yeah. Like the ending seemed very haphazard with the whole. We didn't. We barely talked about it. The whole oh, prom thing, where it's like they're gonna honor us and like super weird going to your kids' dance. Yeah, and also like if they're the best superheroes in the world, like how how did they get thwarted like that? Um, because I mean, like uh, Gwen yeah. was clever. Yeah, she uh, her plot wasn't grandiose enough to warrant. Bruce Campbell, the the best superhero. I mean, I keep calling him Bruce Campbell. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, the best superhero in the world to be turned into a baby two minutes into the fight. Yeah. Um, and they, it was, it's a school of superheroes. 
they could easily overpower her. Mm-hmm. But like, she has really good aim, apparently. She does. So she just shoots. Well, that's a nice thing that, in, like, so many movies, everybody's so yeah. bad at shooting. Like Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yeah. No, no one could shoot except for the heroes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, moving on, acting. How did you feel about the acting? Um, I mean, it it depends on. Obviously, uh, we like, we can yeah. chat out like winners, losers. But Win- winners. Um, Kurt Russell is amazing and everything. Um, Kevin McDonald and Dave Foley were um, when they were together, top notch. Uh, I think Dave Foley was better on his own than Kevin McDonald. I agree. Because when he was just he was doing the science do. experiment, and then his head shrinks for a sec. Oh, I don't. Was that Wait. in this movie? I don't know. I just like I could have sworn that they were like mixing a chemical and then like it's a big puff of smoke and then his head's small. I don't no, know. No, that, that wasn't that. That wasn't in this movie. What movie is that? Uh, I think that's just like a general just like super. Maybe it was like Sabrina or something. Maybe. I don't know. I just liked on his own. My favorite part of Kevin McDonald was when. Uh, Will was walking into the new class and Kevin McDonald was like, yes, you could sit on in your new seat and you stepped on my foot. And I don't know why, <laughs> but that made me laugh a lot. Um, yeah, all the adults are uh, top-notch uh, and War and Peace killed it. But the kids uh, were pretty standard. Daniel Panabaker's all right. Yeah. Uh, my problem is Will was the weakest. Will and Zach were the weakest link, and they seem to Zach focus was on all together the weakest. Yeah. We also didn't talk about um, the the girl that could turn into a hamster. Yeah, she. Uh, she was just there. She was there, and then they were like, "Oh my god, there's again, a small hole." Also, Disney, uh, similarly with like kind of badass kids, just like general, just like not bright and happy Disney kids. They just have to be so dark and like. Yeah, it's sarcastic. Yeah, so dry. Oh my god. Uh, and also, we didn't mention um, the acting, uh, the cameo of uh, uh, Linda Carter, who was the principal of Sky High, and she she was <sighs> Wonder Woman. I didn't even notice that, because I knew she made the little gag at the end where she was like, I can't do everything. I'm not Wonder Woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is also weird, because either the, the DC Comics exists in that universe, or Wonder Woman exists as a superhero in that universe, so we can say that... All the DC superheroes exist. I mean, in that I think in a world of superheroes, comic books would definitely exist. Yes, so it, it's probably more likely Wonder Woman's just a comic book character for them. Yeah, but it's fun to think about Man of Steel, Sky High, Batman v Superman. The those are the three, the three, three biggest movies. DC movies. Don't forget Suicide Squad. So oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for acting, what uh, what rating do you want to give it? Um, I'll give it a just a straight three. Uh, um, because when it's really good, it's really good. When it's really bad, it's just, it's not even bad enough to be noticeable. It's Mm -hmm. just mediocre. Also, the one thing that I noticed was Will's hair was a better actor than he was because, um, when he's a nerd and he's a sidekick, his hair is down, his bangs are on the front and he just looks like a goofball. Then he (laughs) suddenly gets his powers and out of nowhere, when he can fly, soaking his hair, it's winded back and he looks like a superhero. You know what? You convinced me. I, I had my score for acting uh, uh, about a half a point higher, but I think you're right. I think um, the, the all the adults did a great, great job, and even some of the kids, like uh, yeah. uh, the, oh, I forgot her name, uh, Ramona Flowers is what I'll call right. her. She did a great job. But again, just uh, Danielle and Will, they, they were just kind of stiff and... 
there were times where like just like director Mike Mitchell said the adults are all crazy and yeah. like that kind of having that mindset can kind of just make weird acting choices so yeah. I think I'm gonna stick with you and uh, I, with a three yeah. as well and like I don't I think you can't even hide behind the oh well it's just like a Disney movie or whatever excuse so, like they're just teen actors what do you expect because like I've seen some other Disney movies like High Selena School Gomez Musical. is a fine actress She's, yeah like High School Musical they're all very good mm-hmm. uh, I really like Lemonade Mouth I never saw it very good that should be our next one <laughs> okay noted we have a lot of movies that we need to watch next oh, yeah. provided again that this goes viral right it will, it will. what was the next one that we said that we were going to watch Osmosis Jones there it is yeah. I said they're weird there she blows but finally uh, humor um, what do we think about the humor in this movie Humor was great. It it was the strongest point of the movie, in my opinion. I think that at times it was simplistic and at times it was uh, childish, but for the most part, it knew exactly what it was. It was a high school movie about superheroes, and it went a lot of different directions with it, both physically and in terms of dialogue and in terms of just, like, overall tone. Uh, there was some, like witticisms that were low-key and then there were some like high high octane slapstick it was all there uh it all hit the right notes even if it wasn't uh charlie chaplin and it was or it was a woody allen or whatever it was still mm-hmm. a fun time some genuine woody allen out. needs to make a superhero movie Ooh. i've i've my mother was a superhero and my dad was a super villain so uh now i'm just, I, just I, I throw fireballs in the cafeteria wasn't that ants <laughs> That's true. I mean, ants are superheroes when you think about it. They can yeah. lift 50 times their weight. Yeah, and they make really good matzo ball soup. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, my aunt makes good matzo ball soup. <laughs> That's not true. I don't, I don't really have an aunt. What do you mean you don't really have an aunt? You either have an aunt or you don't have an aunt. Well, it's like, okay, so um, my mom's like best friend, we call her Aunt Nancy. But okay. she's not actually my aunt. Oh, right. And then my uh, my my dad's brother, um, uh, he was recently divorced. Okay. So I have an ex aunt. I would give your aunts a a four point two. <laughs> In cool. terms of, of being aunts. <laughs> what about aunts? <laughs> well, I say when I'm talking, I say aunt as in like the general concept of an aunt. Like, yeah, I have uh, I have an aunt. Her name is Aunt Ellen. That's confusing. Yeah. Choose one. Um, but sorry, uh, so what would you give the humor of uh, Sky High? 4.1. 4.1? Okay. See, I um, I was a little bit more picky about the humor, I think. Uh, I thought some of the jokes definitely really funny. Anything involving Ron Wilson, Bus Driver, were funny. Yes. Um, I don't think... I think some of the sight gags were funny, but a lot of them we're just kind of dumb. Like I, I know when I was a kid, I laughed at a lot of them and, but I found myself laughing a lot less nowadays. And I guess it's hard for me to kind of rate based off of like, just thinking back in the day, what I would have thought of this versus now. I think that's a general thing that I've been trying to figure out with this podcast, but, um, yeah, I mean, I love... Kurt Russell was just really funny. I loved his line about the Xbox. Like if, if your mother asks, I uh, gave you the right act and took away your Xbox. That's right. And Will's like, I don't have an Xbox. He's like, oh, really? And then he (laughs) whips the chair around his big old present. Well, I mean, I just love jokes like that in general where, like, 
it, it's like a gag, but I mean, it is character based. Like yeah. how Will's dad is ultimately proud of him, even though he doesn't. Uh, he Will has to be punished, but like similar. But on the other hand, like the gags where it's just like, oh, if this is a superhero high school, this might happen. Like the part where, um, this actually upset me almost. <laughs> the part where the two boys check out that girl and then the girl freezes oh, yeah. them. That that and I didn't like that. They're frozen the entire school year. I I just didn't like that uh, that I the, didn't the like superhero that equivalent of of spanking some girl's ass. Like he he shot like a laser eye beam at her ass. That's right, he did. And she turns around. She's like ah, and she freezes them for life. And it's just a very weird dichotomy. It is weird. That sets up that is very out of tone. Um, like. All the, oh, this might happen at a superhero high school. Like, it's all very, uh, like, toned down and lighthearted for the most part, which I appreciate that Mm -hmm. it it wasn't trying too hard to be anything. It wasn't. I liked that the humor wasn't necessarily to get you to laugh, but to set up a tone where other jokes might get you to laugh. Yeah, and I, yeah, that's a good point. And that weird gag just was wrong for me. Yeah, I also just didn't really find the science teacher that funny. I liked Enjoy. him. I like, like that he had a big head. Yeah, yeah. So like I right. like it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just like his stuff on his own again. Just didn't really do it for me because mm-hmm. he he kind of felt like a knockoff Professor Frank I, I don't from know. The Simpsons. See, I don't watch The Simpsons. He's the one that goes Dohey. Oh, that Simpsons that character. <laughs> yeah, the one that goes Dohey. Dohey. But anyway, uh, real quick, let's crunch these numbers. All right. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I crunched the numbers. So we gave Sky High cumulatively a score of 3.24. That's a All pretty right. good score. That's uh, uh, a good deal above Airbud Spikes Back. So uh, that's no. fun. Now, hold on. Uh, I, have, I have a problem with your methods here, Ross. If you're going to, uh, if you're going to judge... All of these in four separate categories. Okay. And then you're going to average out all of these four different categories, which yeah. are very individualistic and just by nature of since you had to divide them up because the categories are so different. Mm-hmm. Now you're putting them all back together. Wouldn't you think what you would do is instead of averaging all the separate categories into one number, then ranking the movies by that average, you would rank the movies by sep- in separate categories, like these were the funniest movies based on humor. These were the most plot-driven. I mean, and that's, then, that's definitely something I can do, but I mean, and I And then think whichever movie appears on the list the most in the highest places can be considered number one. Okay, I'm doing this for free. I'm, <laughs> I'm losing money on this <laughs> right, podcast. Right, right, right. So I'm just um, throwing out some my, options. If you want to be my summary intern. <laughs> Your accountant. Uh, no, that's my job because uh, I'm Jewish. But anyway, sorry, uh, Devin, you were saying uh, you you had another th- quick thought right. about another thing that upset you. Um, it's I don't I'll say it upset me. Uh, the whole movie, um, popsicle. Uh, the <laughs> the bullies are giving him swirlies. They're putting his head in the toilet and then uh, hitting the little uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> the flusher <laughs> flushing his face in the in the toilets and it's like ah typical bully fodder or whatever and then later popsicle gets his revenge by putting the stretchy guy's face in the toilet giving him a swirly yeah. and since he's stretchy he can't get out and like haha now you can't chase me and yeah, like, he's dead he, yeah he drowned he drowned that kid I mean he was being mean and trying to turn everybody yeah. into babies 
The only thing I can think of is maybe his lungs expanded because he's stretchy to a point where the water wasn't... That's a cool thought. The water wasn't hurting him, but he still isn't getting any oxygen. So he's, he's dead. And also, um, Popsicle, he, his consistency was weird. He wasn't a character. He was a guy. He was a character who. Oh, oh had I'm talking about his literal consistency oh, as yeah. a like, because he he looked like a chowder on the floor. Well, there was a very also another weird moment where the bullies are chasing after War and Peace, and um, to uh, incapacitate them, uh, Popsicle looks at them and he looks at War and Peace and he he melts down and then the bully slips on him and skids all of his body on the floor. That's gross. <laughs> Yeah. If your only superpower is self-dismemberment in puddle form, you're going to get sidekick from Boomer. Sidekick! <laughs> I had to do that over there so I wouldn't uh, break whose ever ear was listening to this podcast. You all should, four of them. Well, you, you should do the little garage band effects to make it all echoey and... Yeah, it's true. I mean, I already boomy. record this podcast improperly, so it already oh, okay. sounds nice and echoey. Good. Uh, but yeah, Devin, uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much for having me. I enjoyed watching Sky High. Yeah. Um, uh, is there anything you'd like to plug today? Um, I'm on Twitter at, uh, at Devin O'Brien 6 and, uh, I'm currently on a one man, um, a one man crusade to get myself cast as the lead role in the American Idiot movie. So if you like me, spam Universal Pictures Studios and tell them, Hey, get this guy in the movie. Because uh, I need a fan base in order to make them like me. Yeah, and you can use the KidFlix fan base, which I assume after yeah. uh, episode two is just going bananas. Right everyone's now. listening to KidFlix. It's the new, it's the new um, comedy bang bang Harmontown. Wow, Mick, uh, you made it <laughs> weird. comedy bang Harbin. You you made it Harmontown bang bang. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at M- Mr. Wiseman, M-I-S-T-E-R-W-E-I-S-M-A-N. And you can also follow uh, this podcast, KidFlix, at KidFlixPod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you have a question or a suggestion, email us at KidFlixPod at gmail.com. Find and rate us on iTunes, that whole shebang. Uh, but yeah. yeah. We're also both uh, frequent collaborators on Temple Smash. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, turn into TUTV once Twice every, uh, or go to or go to templesmash.com. Yeah. We have a lot of sketches there. We've worked on season eight. I've been uh, working on it since season six, a little bit longer. I'm very new. I just joined for season eight. Yeah, he's a little baby. He's like little sucking baby. on a lollipop. <laughs> That's what babies sound like. <laughs> His first words were, "I'm gonna write a sketch." Write a sketch. What's the, what's the game? <laughs> it's a little bit derivative. Oh, did you really think it was derivative? Which sketch? Uh, um, the uh, alphabet one. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, um, the biopic one. Oh man, yeah. Inside maybe, jokes are funny for an audience. Maybe this will, will, we should make that an audio play. The the biopic sketch? Yeah, Devin and I wrote a sketch that it, was a It biopic. wouldn't work as an audio play. I think it could. The whole thing is a is a movie trailer. I know, but I mean, like you can you can make it work as an audio trailer. Like if you just have like like a lot of the same kind of music cues and sound effects. Right, but like half of the fun of it is like like the slow zooms and the hard cuts. That's true. Yeah, 
But like if we have the sound effect, it can and work. the it's a yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, uh, this is a dumb conversation. If you're still listening, <laughs> that's kind of weird. I guess you're in a car and don't really want to touch or toggle anything. But yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening and uh, streams. What was that? Oh, <laughs> I forgot the tagline that I that I've been trying to you, do. You wrote a tagline. It's just and I forgot it. Well, here, uh, do you have any last things to say before I say it? Because that's the last thing that they hear on the podcast. Oh, um, uh, bye. Okay, see you later. <laughs> uh, have fun and stream carefully.